Hey, what's up? You're listening to Let's Be Vocal. Welcome, welcome. It is the day you're actually, this went up because I was supposed to record yesterday and then my dog peed on my bed. So I had to go do other things. But happy Black History Month. Happy Tuesday or whatever day it is that you are listening to this. Good morning, good evening, good night, good afternoon. If it's noon and you just woke up, well, good morning, afternoon, good brunch, good brunch. Eat something. Um, if you haven't eaten anything today, please go eat. Go get crackers or something. Just put something on your stomach, please. Thank you. Um, today, we're going to be talking about me. Now, how is this different from other episodes? I'll tell you. This episode, we're talking about me being a black woman. Because, like I previously mentioned, it's Black History Month. So, black women, black women. Black women, black women. Be black women. When black women do black women things. You know? And basically, just kind of, woe is me. That's what this episode is. That ep- This episode is, woe is me. Look how hard my life is. But also, I'm turning out incredible because of it. That It's like, it's a feel bad for me. But then understand that I'm thriving even with all these hardships, you know? Now, you can't feel that bad for me because I am, you know, I have a podcast. I grew up in the suburbs of LA, of all places. Um, my mom loves me. I still have con- connections with my dad. Have a pretty good relationship with my sister, I think. You know, I like her sometimes. She likes me sometimes. It works. Um, so you can't feel that bad for me. I have friends. I always said that I don't have friends, but I have friends. And I'm happy with them. That's a whole other thing. Anyway, so like you can't feel that bad for me, but like just like try, okay? We're gonna we're gonna talk about things that have affected me in my life. Not really. We're gonna um. Let's start with something light. I guess we'll start with like TikTok, something light, you know, something familiar. Why is it so hard? for me to find black creators on tiktok and then black history month starts and all of a sudden they're all right there they're every other video is a black person i said i had to fight for my life to get on black tiktok and now you want to just give them to me willy-nilly i'm not complaining i love them keep it coming but also where was this energy before like why did you have to wait till black history month and keep this energy after black history month because 28 days is not enough 29 days is not enough keep this energy i want this all year year-round this is not a black history much thing but if you've noticed more black creators on your feed yell at tiktok be like this is what we wanted to see you know this is where the meat is they really only show us they really only show black creators on tiktok in the summer i feel like because that's when all the trends are popping out and that's when all the black people are like in their element and having fun and have time um and white people can copy what we do uh besides not besides point that is exactly my point we need to see more black creators literally on every platform on every platform like virgil is the creator and head designer of um i want to say off-white no supreme i believe it's supreme he's black and honestly didn't know that didn't know that until recently until i think he got he took over or is a head designer at Louis Vuitton now and it wasn't until the creator of Louis Vuitton passed away that I found that out 
who like who Virgil was, who Virgil is. Um, and that's insane because that's a huge brand. And props to it being created by a black guy. I listen. Not even gonna lie. I was definitely a hater. I was like, "What is this? This is so dumb. Like, why is why is this a brand?" And I was even more heated when they met, when they did a collab with Louis Vuitton because Louis Vuitton, if you didn't know, is my favorite designer brand. Um, I don't really know where my love started for them, but it continued to flourish when I actually like saw their de designs for everything that they were doing, and I was like, "Oh, I'm in love. I'm in love." Um, and so yeah i want it i when i finally got onto black tiktok like the first time i ever was like oh my gosh there's black people on this app like there's a community of black people on this app i was like fighting for my life to keep on like i was i don't like videos on, on my tiktok that's such, such a weird thing for so many people when they find that out i don't like videos i just kind of watch them maybe i'll leave a comment and i keep pushing i don't hit that like double tap I don't do that very often. I do it for my very, like, my favorite videos ever are my favorites. That's it. Um, and so when I finally got onto black creators and I started seeing black women, I started seeing black dancers, like, everything, I was, like, fighting. I was liking things. I was sharing things. I was trying to stay on the side for as long as I possibly could. Unfortunately, it didn't last very long. I had to follow a couple of people that I really loved to see them. And then, like, it was really just anyone else. But that is no longer the case. Now it's, like, a good mixture, I think. Even with it being Black History Month, like, before this, it still was a pretty decent mixture of I had black people on my feed. Um, but there are some that kind of, like, I don't want to say they were shadow banned, but they definitely were hidden from my feed. Because I didn't follow them, but I would always see them on my For You page. And then they all of a sudden disappeared. And now they've poof reappeared what is that what is that clock app like what who told you i didn't want to see my melanin kings and queens because they lied um i am so talkative today i think i'm just trying to rush and get as much in as i possibly can because i am leaving quite soon and it won't be enough to finish this episode but it's fine you know it's cool it's just in a silly goofy mood um but like I have found so many people that I love watching and that I've obviously followed and like followed on other um platforms. Uh and it, it but it, it took me so long to kind of find those people and this the one reason that I almost started making YouTube videos was cuz I was like I want to see more people that look like me doing the things that I watch. Because being a girly that watches, you know, lifestyle girlies on YouTube or doesn't really do makeup or do does her hair and like does the weaves and, and wigs and things like that. I just didn't I didn't ever see girls that did what I did, you know, natural face. The only time they really did their hair was when they got extensions and like braids in um, the girlies who weren't very girly, but liked girly things, but weren't masculine like i don't know what i am but you know that kind of girl um and i didn't see them that looked like me they were always very loud or very outgoing um they like to wear makeup they like to do their hair they wore girly clothes and heels and 
they were just like the very bubbly and loud characters that i was not that i'm not like i can i can get loud don't get me wrong i can get loud usually not when i'm mad when i'm mad i'd separate myself because i'm like it's not even worth it but i've i've been known to get loud when i'm mad it doesn't happen in public too often it, it takes a special person to get me to be loud when i'm mad um but i can get i can get loud when, when i'm excited about something or passionate about what i'm talking about so don't get me wrong i can get loud um but i wasn't just i wasn't seeing girls that i could relate to as much that looked like me you know every time i would try and find one i'd be like oh like this is a great video idea but i just can't click with you or like I click with you, but nothing that you're that you, you know, promote or talk about or anything interests me. Or because it's like they're either in a different country and it, I just can't really relate or anything like that. Like something just kind of is always off, and it really makes me sad because I'm like just support them anyway. But at the same time, it's for my entertainment, so I should probably enjoy it. You know. Anyway, I say all this to say that I finally have found like my group or a handful a select few of people that I love to watch that I watch religiously like Maya Beatriz um Maya B-E-A-T-R-I-Z on YouTube on TikTok like wherever you can whatever platforms you use love her I love her I really do um and she introduced me to like her friend group whatever within the YouTube kind of social media space i was like wait there's more black women that i love and just so many more that i found on tiktok and stuff um there's this girl it's Gigi. um i think she goes by like black barbie on tiktok or something and i remember finding her right before like literally right before she blew up she had maybe a hundred thousand followers at the time or maybe not even that like somewhere very low in the thousands um hundred like two to three figures um and then i i kind of stopped watching her i like i followed her for a little bit and then i was like okay like her content is not bad or anything it just wasn't what i was looking for at the time i was looking for something a little bit more um mellow and aesthetic i guess and so i followed her but i still saw her on my feed and then i stopped seeing her on my feed and two months later or something like that crazy she blew up like she was everywhere everyone was talking about her and i know exactly what video it was because i would see it on my pinterest like she blew up that much um so i don't know i would compile a list for you guys of artists that i not artists but um influencers and things that i i watch but i didn't think that far ahead so you have the two people that I told you, the two girls that I told you, and you know, I'll drop some more as I release these episodes. Um, but basically, aside from like Gigi, which I forgot her actual name, I know that's just like her rapper name or whatever, her persona, but aside from her, I started to find people that I actually was like, I click with you, where you look like me and I click with you. And it was a very really exciting thing to like stumble upon. And now I work very hard to keep it on my For You page, keep it on my YouTube. Um, I'm trying to find more guys to follow because I'm one of those girlies who don't follow girls. Um, That's not true. I follow guys on TikTok. But I don't follow, like, thirst trappy guys because that's, like, not my... That's for 13-year-olds, not me. Um, 
I follow this guy, Nick Hamilton. He makes drinks, and he's an actor and makes music, and he's cool. Um, also gay, so that's a fun thing. That's kind of relevant. Anyway, um, follow him. I follow um, Jean-Victor. He's a dancer. He's cool. I follow his... Um, I like to follow spam accounts. Like, not main accounts. Nick Hamilton is unfortunately white. I know I'm talking about black creators, but he's white. He just happens to be male. But John Victor is black. So there's that. Um, I follow both of his, um, like, spams. I follow his backup and then his spam. And he has, like, four different accounts. Um, but... I don't like to follow main accounts. Like, his main account is literally just him dancing with, like, high-quality things. So, I didn't really care to follow that. I'm rambling. Um, but finding people like Maya really made me feel, like, validated in who I am. And not validated, but it makes me feel, like, less alone. Like, I know I'm, I am who I am. Like, I can be whoever I want. Um, but seeing people that I could relate to that were doing things that I was interested in, I was like, oh, I'm not just me. I'm not an anomaly. Like, there are, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm unique, but, like, not a, what is it called? When, like, you find a new species, it's, like, unheard of. That. Like, I'm not special, but I'm unique, if that makes sense. It makes sense to me. Um, but the reason why I found it so hard to find people that were like me well, because, like, growing up, and this is, like, now we're getting into, like, a little more serious stuff. Um, I was always kind of, and not so much with people, like, that my peers and things, but very much closer to me. I was very much dimed the term, not, I didn't dime it, but, like, I was the, the, if you looked it up in the dictionary, this is, my picture showed up for whitewashed. Yay! Every black girl loves to hear that. Basically, I was a lot like my mom in which um, I enjoyed English, so I spoke proper English always. Um, I like to read growing up and still do. Um, I don't know. I wasn't ever huge on rap. I didn't start getting into rap and finding rap that I enjoyed until high school. I also just... I'm not very loud when you first meet me i'm kind of quiet i'm one of those people who likes to observe and kind of get my bearings and figure out what everyone else fits how everyone else fits in and then i insert my personality i don't know if that's me trying to match whatever energy everyone else is putting out or me just trying to like feel more comfortable so that i can talk and like figure out how i fit i don't know what that is i'll probably one day go to therapy and figure it out um but I'm I'm very quiet when you first meet me. Um, I dress pretty modestly. I don't know. That's a whole nother thing. That has nothing. Well, a little bit to being... To, it doesn't have to do with being a black girl, but it has to be do with being raised by a black girl, I think. Whatever, that's not the point. Um, but yeah, so I just... I grew up always hearing the term whitewash and always, like, getting comments and things related to that like I, was, I remember in class I was in this class and it was an animation class or whatever it was like a photoshop thing and we had a project where we you know we had to make a character and give him lines or whatever and we went and recorded the lines for it and then we had to 
present it, blah, blah, blah. As I was coming down after my presentation, which I got an A on it because <laughs> let's go. And I'm actually interested in something. I'm great at it. Um, anyway, he go I come down and I realized this could have been a microaggression, but I don't think he meant it that way, but maybe he did. It was a white teacher. He, whatever. And he goes, you speak very, um, you have great pr pronunciation. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm in, I, I think I was eighth grade i was in middle school something okay compared to the other kids like that makes sense but then i'm like is he just saying that because i'm black like growing up now looking back on the moment i was so excited i was like yes i do i work so hard for that like that's my thing and then i'm just like especially because i was i was shaking i public speaking at that age i still can't really do it but then especially no thank you i hated it um i also was trying like really hard not to speak too fast which i do here because it's my platform i can do whatever i want uh if you can't keep up then slow it down that's the beauty of it being recorded um but i remember him making that comment and looking back on it i'm like was it a microaggression did you say that because i'm black or did you say that because i just spoke better than most of the kids I didn't think too much about it. I still don't think too much about it because I'm just like, honestly, I'm gonna take it as a win. It's a it's a positive memory, so we're gonna leave it there. I wouldn't say it's a core memory, but it's a positive memory, you know. So we're gonna give that we're gonna give that little ball to joy, and we're gonna keep it pushing. We're not gonna we're not gonna give it to sadness. Sadness doesn't need to touch it, okay? It's a good memory, and we're gonna leave it there. Um, but it was like. It, it it made it harder for me to try and find people that I fit in with. And I made it, and it still makes it hard a little bit because I will judge people. Like, there are some people that, uh can I figure out what I'm trying to say? What I'm trying to say is there are so many people that I'll, that I would never think that I'd be friends with. Like, if I saw them on the street, they're not the people. And nothing against them. It's just from what my, what I like and what I like to talk about and how I have conversations and things. They're not the first people that I would gravitate towards. But they're, like, my best friends ever. And I, they've been my best friends ever. Like, those, some of the best people that I've known, I, I wouldn't have necessarily gone up to them if it wasn't in for, like, the circumstances that we met. With that being said, I now try really hard not to let that happen with the people that I try and have a relationship with now. Because there's a lot of people that I'll look at, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'd love to be friends with you. Because I think we have similar vibes and I think, you know, we'd get along. But then there's other people that I, I'm like, oh, well, maybe we wouldn't get along because we have different vibes. But then they end up being some of the coolest people. And although their outer appearance or what they project on social media or whatever is one way, they are very much like me on the inside. I found myself looking at other black women, beautiful black women, you know, we love them, but looking at what they projected and what they showed of themselves and like their hair and their makeup and like what they kind of wanted to go out, even like kids at my school and like the things that they were interested in, I was just like, I don't really care to do that stuff. You know, and so it made it kind of hard for me to find friends because then when I would find friends that didn't want to do that stuff, they 
still weren't interested in like similar things that i was interested in so i was like i'm gonna go over here you have fun though um i had this one friend very much love the party lifestyle um like to do all those things whatever and i was like she's cool and like we had things in common don't get me wrong and i we kind of ended just because we drifted apart like it wasn't anything serious or um anything like that it's like school it was we weren't in school we didn't talk very much outside of school um but we she was like the perfect example of a girl who outwardly i was like oh my gosh i would love to be friends with her um and we kind of did click like we got along but then our interests and i could tell that as we grew up we were kind of gonna grow apart maybe when we're older we might run into each other and we'll get along great and like we'll be besties but as of right now uh we don't even really talk i think i see her on social media every once in a while but then there was another girl who i'm not exactly sure how we became friends i think it was through a mutual friend and i don't know how i became friends with her either but she was outwardly like someone that i would like someone that i was like oh we could we were we're very similar um and we were we are i don't talk to her very much either um again it's like a school thing we didn't really talk much outside of school um but she was i i still love her and like it it, it was nice to be able to find that especially was because we met through someone that i wasn't as close with like i would talk to all the time not all the time but like decent amount of time and um we would hang out outside of class but not outside of school and she was cool still decently different from me but then she brought me our mutual friend and um we were we hit it off almost quicker than i did with the with the the one that introduced us so i don't know i am learning to not have expectations when i meet someone um of like what they're going to be like what their interests are going to be because outwardly for me i'm kind of a pandora's box like you can kind of for the most part what you see is what you get but then there's these you you peel back like one layer of a wall and you're like oh that's a nice surprise and you know it keeps going and that happens with a lot of people where you see them and they're one way and then you really get to know them and you're like oh so like my first impression of you and the you i know now completely different <laughs> so i don't know i'm i'm learning to do that especially when it comes to making friends with other black women sorry i had to like burp but also hiccup it was weird um and I, I just, I, I'm trying to keep that in mind, you know, doing, doing, trying not to do what other people have done to me. One thing that I, I'm going to pat myself on the back. This is where we, you stop feeling bad for me. You know, you felt bad for me about the whole like microaggression thing, being called whitewash that, um, but this is where we kind of feel better about me. Okay. We'll, we'll go in waves but right now we're feeling good we're feeling good we're hyping kayla up i felt good because the same girl that i told you um i no longer talk to 
um, very much. But we like hit off at first or whatever. Not okay. The first girl. So not the one that I met through the mutual friend that outwardly was a little bit different than me that I didn't talk to that I talked to often but not outside of school. Like not either one of them. Not the one that I hit, clicked with right off the bat and not the one that introduced me to her. But the other one that was into partying, that one. Um it's so hard to be vague about people while still being distinct enough to get to understand who I'm talking about. Um but she started wearing her natural hair to school and like like wash and go type stuff because I did it. And let me tell you, the first time I did it, <coughs> scared out of my mind. I was so worried. I think I even brought, I might have even brought a brush and hair ties just in case I didn't want it out. Like if it <laughs> stressed me out too much. But I got so many compliments when I would do it and it was great. Um, and I started doing it because I did it in, in summer and I was like, this is the easiest thing for me to do. So I'm just going to do it. Um, and it, it was, it became a thing. I didn't always do it. Like sometimes I would do my hair, you know, but she started wearing her hair out and not necessarily a wash and go, but she would put it in like twist or something and then wear it like that. But that was still a huge step for her. And I was like, wow. And she did that because of me. That's insane. It's sidebar. You can influence the people around you tremendously. Like you think you're not doing anything in your life or that like no one cares or that you can't really make an impact. Believe me, you can just do what you if you want to impact someone, start with you. That's just my biggest piece. Like if I could take anything away from being in high school, it'd be that you can you can influence people just by being an example. Because I, I literally, when I look back on high school, that so many people that I've, I've influenced or that I've helped make become more confident or um, more comfortable in themselves or what they do or anything like that, just by me being me or me saying one word or, like, one sentence or whatever to them is incredible and mind-blowing. But, like, there... I was that for her, and... Finding kind of the people on social media that were doing that for me that had hair similar to mine that didn't want to do too much work, which, believe me, I don't do very much. Like, I don't even do wash and goes right because there's so much more work that goes into doing a wash and go that I'm going to start doing because I want to take better care of my physical appearance and not just do the bare minimum but also kind of still want to do the bare minimum. Like, it's a bare minimum with a little bit of effort. Just a sprinkle of effort. Um, but finding, like, natural hair girlies that were open to learning and not feeling like they knew everything that they were doing, but also weren't saying, like, this is the way to do it. Like, this is how I do it. Like, kind of finding that on, like, TikTok and um, my Instagram discovery page and all of that has been kind of a fun little thing to navigate. Because before, I would always, I'd only see girls, here's how to put in a weave. Here's how to do your wig. And, like, it's so, 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 so nice watching girls on TikTok learn for the very first time how to do lashes. 
how to put on a wig. Like, because I'm, I'm looking at, I'm like, you guys all look, make it look so easy. Like, you exactly know what to do. And, like, you guys, and I'm, wigs, like, good wigs are very expensive. Like, they're stupid expensive for no reason. Um, but they teach you how to upcycle ones that are maybe cheaper. Like, a $20 wig can look just as good as a $200 wig if you do XYZ to it. Or if you get a $200 wig, this is what you still need to do to it. Um... And I don't know, it's like, it's been nice seeing that side of the community of like girls just teaching other girls how to do that stuff. Because if you don't, if there's no one in your family, like your, your mother doesn't do it or something like that, you can't really learn. Because you don't want to ask your friend if they always do it or if you're not that close yet. It's kind of awkward. Um, but having that community, it's now opened that discussion so much more to where I can go to black girl and be like, yo never done my lashes, don't know how to do my makeup, my hair, out of the question, help, and I don't feel embarrassed, or, like, they're gonna look at me differently because of it, you know, um, but my personal hair journey is a bit of a doozy, so this is when you're gonna start feeling bad for me again, okay, ready, growing up, I, didn't I would not leave the house if my hair was not either in braids or if I didn't have my hair my bangs out and straightened like I fried there's a there's a section of my hair that is fried and it's still recovering but um it's because I put I had so much heat damage and on top of that like we we're still learning about what's good for black girl hair and stuff like that and different like course i think in cosmetology school school it's like coarse fine and then um i forgot what the other one is but then online is like 4c 3c like all those kind of things for a 4b type stuff um and we're still learning what how the proper way to take care of black girl hair is because it is a range a range my hair is not the same as my sister's it's not the same as my mother's it's not the same as my cousin's none of us have the same hair we all have similarities but none of us have the same hair um so we all have to take care of it and use different different um treatments different products we have to find what works for us and the amount of people that i've seen say it's trial and error make me feel so much better they make me feel better because i'm like Okay, well, I'm not wasting my money trying different things because I'm trying to figure out what I like the most. I'm not wasting my money or I'm not going to feel bad because I don't use what they're using when this works for me. You know, like I shouldn't I shouldn't have to worry about buying what everyone else is buying. But when this thing already works for me, um, but I I didn't do anything without my bangs out. I didn't do anything. I used to always want my hair straightened like I didn't want anything like that and even then I would still put it in a ponytail but to have hair coming out of my ponytail even though let, let me tell you it did not go very far down and very much stuck out but it was a big deal to me she is gorgeous to me you know um what I was saying about the whole us finally learning about black girl hair because my mom permed my hair growing up like it was something that was supposed to be good for us. But when you think about it, tr giving your hair artificial curls 
when it's naturally kinky curly can't be good for your hair you know um so re kind of re teaching my hair and getting it to be more comfortable in, in its natural form and not my mom stopped perming it and stuff like that and like stopped putting so much heat on it which was kind of my choice i stopped wanting my hair straightened and stuff um it got to a point where i hadn't brushed i hadn't had my hair straightened in like two years at one point um i hadn't put any heat on my hair in over two years and um it really 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 helped my hair like i started to learn how to do my hair in fourth grade i think because the year prior or like i don't know if it was that year or if it was a year or two before that i went to my mom was supposed to do my hair in the morning before she went to work and my mom went to work mind you at like 4 a.m like she left really early before school and she didn't ha she hadn't done it before because we went to bed or whatever and it was picture day the next day I, I believe it was picture day the next day i woke up and i guess she had forgotten or i didn't wake up in time it was picture day and i my hair was not done i'm telling you it wasn't brushed through it wasn't and braids it was nothing it was just not done and the only one that could do my hair was my father my father has never touched a hair on my head he didn't have to my mother always did it or we went to the salon or something he did not ever have to lay a hand on my head so when he tried to put a ponytail on my hair you can only imagine what happened it did not turn out well i remember and i was like to the point where i was late to class because i didn't want to go to class because my hair looked stupid because i had this tiny little thing in the back of my head where none of my hair was in it. It was like the smallest bit of my hair was in it. Um, and I was supposed to call that a... I was supposed to like call it a day. And go get my picture done like that. I was like, uh, no. I remember sitting in the courtyard. Everyone was in classes. And I was late to class because I hated my hair. And I was just sitting there crying. Trying to figure out what to do. Trying to figure out what... It, what to, and I couldn't do anything. Like I had to, My hair had to be like that. I... I still look at those pictures and I can see my tears because I hated that I had to take my pictures when I hated my hair and holding so much value in my hair. Oh my gosh. It only took, I'm still learning not to hold so much value in my hair and not to care about like what my hair looks like when I go out in public. I mean, obviously care to an extent because whatever, but not not hate my hair for its natural form and for what it naturally looks like and actually enjoy my hair um and it's been a long journey it's been so long which is why it was such like an exciting thing even though i'd started in the summer when i wasn't really seeing people it was it was a huge thing i didn't even do it around my house like my hair was always in ponytail always and then i was like okay i would have it at this high kind of point where my hair was breaking off because it was always being brushed up and didn't have any time to you know grow and like reach reach a length that was comfortable so it's like okay i'm gonna start wearing it out just for like the summer or whatever um not really when i would go out but because i didn't go out i still don't go out um and i would so i would wear my hair out around the house to let it kind of grow and get to a point that i was comfortable with comfortable with um, and then I was like, 
I don't really care. Like, so many people have already seen me with my hair like this. Complete strangers. And I didn't care. So why would I care if people that I know see it, you know? And that's why I was able to start wearing my hair out at school. It also helped that, like, everyone was so, so, so kind. Because nobody, nobody went to school wore their natural hair to school. They all always had it done or had a wig or something on. Like, nobody wore their natural hair to school. So me doing it, they were all so, everyone was so nice. Um, part of me was like, are you saying that because it's something different? Or are you saying that because you actually like it? I didn't really think too much about it. It wasn't healthy enough for me to even be doing it. But I'm glad that I did it because now it is healthy enough for me to do that. Anyway, I forgot where I was going with this. Because you're supposed to be pitying for me. Oh, yeah, you pity for me because picture day, bad hair day. Right. But my journey with my hair is finally getting to a point where I know what works for it. I know how to take care of it. Um, I could still be doing better to it, but it takes so much work and time to properly do my hair. And some girls, they have their washing, they have their wash day, and it only takes them, it started taking them, like, all day, and now it takes them two hours. Sometimes, no, I don't think it'll take them. Ah! My dog just spilled her entire water bowl on my bed, and it's very cold. Very, very cold. Um, but sometimes it takes them much less time than it did when they started. And I'm, I'm praying for that day to come, because I know that when I start my wash day, it won't be as quickly as that. I think it'll take a little bit longer. I mean, I took out my braids recently, and I was told that the worst thing that you could possibly do is put um, water directly on your hair after you've taken your braids out because your hair is so, you know, fragile and, and, like, in a state that it can easily be, it can easily break off and stuff. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take the time to put conditioner in my hair and brush it through with conditioner before I put it like I shower and wash it there even though I had obviously not I had obviously put conditioner in before I started to brush it um the water hitting my hair first just wasn't good for it I guess whatever so I did that took me honestly it didn't take me that long because I did it a little bit as I was taking my braids out like each braid that I would take out I would put some conditioner on and kind of brush through um but it did take me like two two hours or so to get through my whole head, like maybe two, two and a half hours to get through my whole head um, and brush it through properly. But that's not that bad. I think that's because I'm, I'm very efficient and I wasn't doing anything else. I was watching a show, so it kind of helped the time pass. Um, but I'm, I'm getting to a point where I don't care. I don't, I'm not going to say that I don't care. I always care about what I look like when I go out in public to an extent like not i don't have to look crazy like these fashion bloggers and stuff but um i like to look put together to a certain point and that includes my hair usually it just means my hair i like i said i growing up i had to have my bangs out the day i put my bangs back and left the house baby was that monumental i don't remember that day at all but <laughs> now that i can leave the house and have like a low ponytail on the back and it's kind of like in a bun style. And I don't feel completely disgusting or ugly. That's a huge step for me. That's crazy. 
Like, I used to be like, I look bald. I don't look bald. In the slightest. I do not look bald. Um, and part of it was when I would do it, I would put earrings on. And I look, okay, so adds something for me to look at. Something for you to focus on. And then I, I still like to wear jewelry whenever I have, like, a slick back bun quotations. Um, but I, I, it's not a necessity. I can leave the house and not worry about not wearing jewelry. But that's kind of where I'm at with my hair journey. I mean, it'll continue to be what it's going to be. Um, the last thing I'm going to talk about is mimicking. We're just going to backtrack a little bit. And I, it's, this is like a segue into next week's episode because I will be recording it either later today or tomorrow. I don't know yet. Um, but making girls that I see online, like whether that be fashion or, um, you know, daily habits, what, anything, but just like mimicking what I see instead of trying to figure out what it is that I like and what, what interests me and what makes me, me. And the main thing was growing up, all I saw were white girls. I saw white girls and I saw Latinas. I saw nothing else. So I knew, I was like, what do black girls do? What do black girls like? And whenever I would see black girls, obviously it was the most, not horrendous, but it was just very out there. And it was very much not me. I was like, mm, that's not me. So I'm not going to do that um, type of personality, type of, you know, look and persona. And so when all you're seeing are white girls, that becomes your standard. That becomes your beauty standard. That becomes your attitude standard. That becomes what you expect. That's what you think other people are going to like. Like, that's that's your that's your holy grail. Boy, oh boy, did it take me way too long for me to be like, no, you're great. Like, <laughs> and I'm, I'm so proud to say, last night I brushed my teeth. And I was leaving the bathroom. And I happened to just, like, look at myself. And I said, you're pretty. Like, you're so pretty. And genuinely, not even in a cocky thing, kind of just like, wow, you're really pretty. Like, just a, an appreciation thing. And to finally be at that point is crazy. And I, I realize that I'm so thankful to be here and be at this point every single time it happens. Every time it happens, I'm like, wow. You realize you think yourself pretty highly. You think pretty good about yourself. You think you're pretty, you're, you're hot stuff, you know? And I'm like, well, I've earned it. <laughs> I should. And I think what helped was I saw this post a long time ago, whether it's true or not, but it's, it was like people see you as 20% better than how you see yourself. And I'm like, if I think of myself as a 10, they only see me as a 30, which isn't that great. If I think of myself as a 50, they see me as a 70, which is, you know, it's passing, but it's not the best. If I see myself as a 70, well, baby, they must think I'm cute. So guess what I started doing? I said, you're gorgeous. Did I believe it at first? No. Not in the slightest. I said, but like, you could be better. But like, you don't look like her. You know, I still said that. But. But I continued to say it until I could, you know, believe it. And now I believe it. And it's great. It's a lovely little booster. But I've got to go. That's 
That was the story of me. Not really, but a little bit. It's a story of me being a black girl. Black girl, black women, doing black women, black girl things. You know? Um, I will talk to you when I talk to you. I will make no promises. Kisses. Um, how was your meal? Was it good? Comment. Rate, comment, stop, drop, right, roll, rate the pod. Because you can do it on Spotify, which is really cool. So do that. It helps out. It gets more people to listen to my thing. Um, and I just feel very all warm and cozy inside. But comment on the new post or DM me on Instagram. Your favorite thing that started with black people. Because black women, black people. When you say black people in general. And if you don't have a favorite thing, then your favorite, like, black creator. I want new ones. Or if you don't have one, find one. And then tell me. And then you have a black creator in your roster, which is pretty cool. All right. Bye.